This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Today, we have a special show for you um, titled Market Spotlight with Michael Binger. And also with our show is our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. So before we get into the show, I'd kind of like to welcome everybody. How are you doing, Tony? Oh, I'm doing great today. Thank you for the intro, Baron. And Simon, always great to be here on your show. Thanks for having me. And I'm excited about our special guest today. Uh, not only is he a looker, but I've heard he knows a lot about investments in the market. <laughs> well, I appreciate being on the show. Thanks for having me, you guys. This is a, this is a first time for me, and I, I hope it's the first of many. You're more than welcome to our show, Michael. I want to kind of take a moment and introduce Michael to our listeners. Uh, Michael Binger is a CFA. He has served as the Senior Portfolio Manager for Gradient Investments, LLC. Michael also provides market insight on CNBC, Bloomberg TV, and is regularly on Bloomberg Radio. Um, he's also been quoted in the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, Smart Money, Reuters, Business Week, just to name a few, as well as numerous other local and national global investment publications. Wow, and he's going to be on your radio show. That's right, yeah, he right. is. That's awesome. Nice to have you while we still have the chance, Mike. So, Mike, I wanted to just ask you a quick question. I mean, we have a lot of clients with Gradient and have had the pleasure of working with them since 2008. So we've known that you've since, well, since you joined the firm, it's really been a great relationship. Yeah, it's, it, it's been a lot of fun. Let me, let me tell your, uh, your listeners a little bit about Gradient Investments. Um, we are a third-party money manager. We're located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, we've been around for over a decade now. Uh, the The investment team leadership has been doing this for a long time here. Uh, we manage uh, close to $2 billion in client assets, and we we do so through a partnership that we have with a with financial advisors on a local basis, such as yourselves there. And uh, we, we have a very select group of, of investment advisors that we work with around the country. Um, so it's really a great model. We've had a lot of success. We have a wide variety of investment portfolios, everything for the conservative investor all the way to the you know high growth aggressive investor. Yeah, Mike, that's a good background. You stole some of my thunder there. I was going to note to you guys that uh, some of our listeners, just so they understand a little bit about Gradient, that you guys, uh, we've been working with you for close to a decade now, like Baron mentioned. You guys have been along the way here the last number of years, last four years in a row, Financial Advisor Magazine rated you guys as one of the top 50 growing RA firms. And you're in the, you guys are in the top 5% of 
for both new accounts managed and uh, growing assets. And as you mentioned, you're close to $2 billion in assets right now. So what do you guys, uh, what do you attribute gradient uh, investment success to these days, Mike? Yeah, that's a good question um, because it, right now in the investment management business, a lot of firms are, are barely treading water and actually declining where we're seeing a lot of very rapid growth. Right. And that success comes from what I believe is, is, a, is a really good investment approach. Uh, the investment team leadership at, at Great Investments, we, we've been doing this for a while. Collectively, there's, there's four of us that lead the investment committee at Great Investments. Collectively, we've been in this business for well over 100 years. Wow. Um, and it, it, it seems as we get older, we tend to rely more on quality and things that produce income such as dividends and, and, and good high-yielding fixed income bonds. So we tend to lean towards quality and income, and that resonates very well with the clients that we serve. Uh, you know, a lot of those people who are maybe entering retirement in the next few years or actually into retirement right now. Um, once you get into retirement, uh, the, the overlap with what we do, it's a very collaborative approach. I, I think that resonates very well with those clients that are, that are close to retirement or in retirement. Um, and, and we really do believe in a collaborative approach. And what I mean by that is, is we like to work with clients their local advisors, and the investment management team. And we want to make that dialogue a two-way street as markets go through their up cycles and down cycles and, and as folks go, go through different life-changing events, such as you know, getting close to retirement, retirement, um, talking about legacy as they get deeper into retirement, what their legacy objectives are, things like that. But it's that collaborative approach that really works well. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Mike. I mean, to build on that a little bit and from what we see with some of our clients and uh, on our side as advisors to them, Baron and I, you know, we've noticed a couple of things that we appreciate working with you and that the clients have uh, given us similar feedback on. One is the accessibility. You know, you guys are approachable. You're easy to understand. You guys write some good commentaries weekly. You do your quarterly reviews. Um, if a client has a problem, we know that we're comfortable kind of going over that stuff and relaying your intent and your message. And if it's an issue where somebody would like to know a little bit more about you guys or is looking to do some uh, a large amount of investing, planning, things like that, that we can call you guys up and get your insight into that as well. So that's a big part of it. You guys have had good, consistent returns and always have a consistent message. So as the clients, we're trying to educate them along the way and they're getting feedback from you. There's a, a lot of consistency in there as well, and that helps kind of build their education, build their level of comfort working with you and things like that, along with the multiple different portfolios that you guys have that, as you mentioned, have good consistency in them, easy to follow, things that are simplistic like the Stock 50 portfolio. Um, you have good growth portfolios. You have some safety options, income planning options, and things like that. So a lot of feedback that we've received from the clients and on our end that you know allows us to feel comfortable working with you guys as well. Yeah, I, I really think you hit a lot of good points there, Simon. Um, we believe in consistency. Uh, we believe in, in, in having a wide variety of portfolios. Uh, we really believe in that having a lot of communication with our advisors and with their clients also. That separates us from the pack a little bit. Uh, you know, ask, ask yourselves, you know, and ask your listeners, you know, ask yourselves, what, what would happen if I called up, say, a big bank or a big brokerage house, we won't mention any names right here, <laughs> dialed their 888 number and said, you know, I, I would like to, 
I, I'm a little concerned about the markets and I would like to talk to the portfolio manager of X, Y, or Z mutual fund. Probably not going to get very far as an individual <laughs> client. But with us, that's not the case. And that's going back to that we really want to make it a collaborative approach to investing over different market cycles and over different time frames. Um, we, we understand that not every portfolio is going to do good every quarter and every year. So what we try and do is we have various portfolio tilts. We recommend different portfolios at different times. Um, as, as markets go through their different cycles, we, we, we don't believe in this all in all out approach. A lot of firms out there have gotten into trouble with that, but we do believe in adding value at the margin by allocating different portfolios with different weights as life situations changes, as market conditions dictate, or as an individual client's risk tolerances go up or down over time. So it's really an ongoing collaborative approach to investing between investment manager, local advisor, and client. And you really don't see that in a lot of places. And you know what, guys? We have to take a quick break. I'm just going to jump in here. But Baron, is there anything you want to add before we take a break today? Um, no, Tony. Just we're uh, this week just kind of uh, getting the expertise of Mike we wanted to bring to our listeners. Um, you know, as always, they can visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com or give us a call 855-793-2409. And if you have any questions uh, that we can answer in regards to today's show and Michael's comments, please feel free to give us a call. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory by visiting wellingtonadams.com or by calling us at 855-793-2409. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams, as well as our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, and our special guest, Mr. Michael Binger. In the first segment of the show, we talked a little bit about grading investments themselves, um, talked a little bit about the investment team leadership, and also a little bit about the investment approach that Mike has with Gradient with our clients and the collaborative approach that he brings to the table. In the second segment, we want to talk a little bit about um, having a review. Mike, if you can give us a review of what's happened in the stock market this year and tell us about what's going on in the bond market with interest rates and where you see things going in 2018. Yes, let's uh, let, let's talk about the stock market a little bit first because that's really been where a lot of excitement has been generated this year. Uh, at the beginning of the year, we were constructive on the stock market. We had a forecast. We thought that the stock market could do close to 10% growth this year on the S&P 500. Uh, as we stand today, we've exceeded that. So it's been a very strong year, even versus our very constructive forecasts out there. And And really what's going on this year is is I get a lot of questions. People ask, you know, how can stocks keep going up? Or we're hitting new highs all the time. Well, you know, why Why is right. that? Well, number one, I, I, I'd like to let listeners know that don't be afraid of new highs. The stock market has been hitting new highs for the last 200 years, ever since they started <laughs> recording the market. <clears throat> so we expect new highs in the markets, and we should embrace those, not be fearful of those, and not let them panic us or paralyze us into not investing. 
So let's let's jump back a little bit to this year specifically. So we're in the eighth year of the current recovery and this current bull market in the in the U.S. stock markets, uh, and, and that that constructive market and, and this recovery and bull market run we've been having has been really been solidly supported by what I'm going to call the fundamentals. Okay, um, the fundamentals of the stock market are really it boils down to three things. Uh, the first thing is, how is the economy doing? The second item is, how are the companies that we invest in, how are their profits and losses doing inside that economy? And then the third thing we need to be aware of is, what are the valuations of not only individual stocks, but the market as a whole? So those are really the fundamentals that we analyze here, and we spend 90% of our time at Gradient Investments watching and analyzing. So let's start out with the economy. The economy this year is doing quite well. Contrary to what a lot of headlines may lead listeners to think, the economy is doing well. It's expanding at a pace somewhere between 2 to 3% on a GDP basis, and that's the widest measure of, uh, of growth we can look at out there, of, of financial uh, data. Um, so our economy as a whole is expanding at a nice, steady, moderate pace. Um, consumers are confident right now, and they should be. The, the stock market's up. Their investment holdings are higher. Real estate prices have recovered. Um, more, more individuals are working now than they were six, seven years ago. Unemployment is at is some of the lowest rates we've seen in decades. Um, you know, manufacturing sector is starting to reemerge. Uh, the services sector here is doing very well. So in general, the economy is very stable right now, and it even looks to me like the, it's accelerating as we exit 2017. So we'll put that to bed. The economy is okay right now. It's, it's doing fine, um, and it looks like it may be accelerating a little bit. So that's good. So the second thing we need to look at is we need to look at, well, that's great. So when we talk about the market, a lot of folks talk about the market this, the market that, but when you think about it, the market is made up of individual companies, and we invest in companies, not the market in general. So how are the profits and losses of these companies doing? The good news is, is that they report these profits and losses every quarter, four times a year, and the profitability of these companies is really quite well right now. Uh, we forecast and, and, and we think, and that's almost in the bag now, that 2017 is going to show 10% earnings growth. And we forecast that we're going to see 10% type of earnings growth in 2018 also. So if nothing else, we should see a 10% improvement this year and something close to that next year in 2018. So we're constructive on the stock market um, because the economy is doing well. Companies are highly profitable and valuations. Now things aren't cheap right now, but they're certainly not stretched to extreme measures. So the fundamentals of this stock market are doing very well right now, and that's why stocks are moving. So, Baron, you asked about interest rates, right? Well, now. yeah, I was so going to ask interest- the next question was really what was going on with the bond market and interest rates. What your opinion is there? Yeah. So we talked about strength in the stock market. And we actually came into this year a little bit cautious on bonds because we thought interest rates would rise this year because the Federal Reserve wants to normalize these low interest rates we've been in for the past eight years to something a little bit higher and more normal. Um, What surprised us a little bit is that there's actually been strength in the bond market this year. Uh, Interest rates, after the election last year, interest rates spiked and they've just drifted back a little bit this year 
So when interest rates fall, bond prices rise, and we've actually seen surprising strength in the bond markets and the fixed income markets uh, this year. You know, I'm, I'm saying on average, bonds are have returned somewhere between 2 and 4% this year, which is a little bit higher than what we thought. Uh, going forward, we're not as optimistic on the bond market. Uh, we do think interest rates are, are going to rise and be more normalized. The Federal Reserve is certainly on that path right now. They've raised interest rates twice already. We think they'll do it a third time in December. But we, we don't want folks to be concerned that interest rates are going to get out of control, that inflation is going to be on the rise. We think the Fed is going to be very measured in the way they, they raise interest right. rates. But they need to get to be more normalized. So overall, we're, we're still constructive on, on the stock market as we look forward. We actually favor international markets more than we favor the U.S. markets right now at this time. Um, and we can talk in, in another segment on your show about some portfolios that may have exposure to that that would be great for clients. Um, we're a little more cautious as we enter 2018 on the bond market. We're not negative on the bond market, but we just don't think these kind of 3 to 5% returns are in the cards anymore in, in, in bonds. We think it's going to be more like 1% to 2%. You're investing in a low coupon, and in a rising interest rate environment, you may have a little price pressure. So don't expect much in the bond market going forward, constructive on stocks. Um, and in the stock market, we generally favor the international stock markets versus the U.S. markets at this point in time. Awesome. Well, guys, yeah, we need to take another quick break. Uh, Baron and Simon, is there anything else you guys want to add before the break? Oh, hard to top that. I think Mike did a good job there summarizing <laughs> how, how people should look at the markets. Uh, equity and bond give some good realistic expectations of what's going on out there. Um, we'll just remind the listeners that if they want to reach out to us, they can get a hold of us at 855-793-2409 or check us out online at wellingtonadams.com. If you'd like to know a little bit more about Mike or Gradient, gradientinvestments.com. Is a good place to check them out as well or link to them from our website. Again, that's 855-793-2409. All right. Thanks, guys. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to finish up our discussion with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams right after this. Legacy planning is an important piece of your financial puzzle and an important part of what you will leave behind for future generations. That is why we give our clients the From the Heart Journal and a guide on IRA and legacy planning. The From the Heart Journal was created for the benefit of your family and loved ones. It will let you document and explore future financial wishes. The IRA and legacy planning guide will help protect your retirement assets from mistakes. Both of these helpful resources are available in the Retirement Income Toolkit. The toolkit will give you the information you need to help secure your retirement. All you need to do to get your complimentary copy is visit our website at wellingtonadams.com or call us at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, 855-793-2409. Again, that's wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409. Get your copy today. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams. Also with us, our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, and our very special guest this week, Mr. Michael Binger from Grady Investments. Uh, in the first couple segments of the show, we talked a little bit about Grady Investments and about their uh, approach 
uh, to investments with clients and how they work with a collaborative approach, as well as um, Michael talking about himself and team leadership of Gradient. We also, uh, Michael gave a little bit of a review of what happened in the stock market this past year. Also, um, what's going to you know be happening in the bond markets and the stock markets for the year 2018. So for this segment, um, Michael, we want to kind of talk to you a little bit about Washington, um, politics, you know, North Korea, things of that nature, and what your what your thoughts are on on that subject right now. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and these are and the reason we should talk about these is because a, a lot of our investing clients they have questions constantly because they're barraged from the the financial news networks and frankly from a lot of the it just general news networks about. Washington and politics and international hotspots and all the things they get concerned about their investment portfolios as they should. Right. So here's a couple of thoughts I have on, on Washington and politics. So in, in my opinion, investors need to separate their political feelings from their portfolio decisions. I mean, these are two different things. And when I see people getting into trouble with their investing portfolios, what's happening is that they're making knee jerk decisions based on emotions on how they're feeling about this politician or this administration on any given day based off a tweet or a news headline or whatever may be going on. But however you feel politically, that's fine. But please, you'll help yourself in the long run if you don't mix those political feelings with your portfolio decisions. They're two different things. They're two different time frames. Keep them separate. Uh, a second point on, on politics, Baron and Simon, that I think is relevant is I truly believe that politicians tend to inherit, and the key word there is inherit versus influence, investment markets and economic cycles that are already in motion. So politicians, if investment markets and, and economies and economic cycles are doing well, sure, the, the current administration is going to take right. credit for it. And if they're doing poorly, on they're the going to blame one. it on their predecessor. Yeah. yeah. But, but I believe they inherit versus influence, so keep that in mind also. Um, you know, as far as North Korea, well, at Gradient Investments, we're going to have a hard time predicting, you know, if we're going to go to nuclear war with North <laughs> Korea. But I'm telling you, if we do, one of the last things I'm going to be worried about if we're in a nuclear war situation is my portfolio. But but obviously we're 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 aware of what's going on out there. We watch these the landscape all the time. If something happens that we need to be concerned about, our investment committee can meet very quickly, make rapid decisions based on our assessment of the current environment and on what's going on out there. And we watch these things all the time. But these are black swan events that shouldn't keep us from investing. We, we will assess and analyze and make proper decisions if they occur, but trying to predict those things is, is, is impossible. Right. So, Mike, tell us a, a little bit about um, some of the gradient portfolios um, that you have and some that you're recommending now. I know that um, we use quite a few of your portfolios for our clients that have worked really, really well. Um, so for you listeners out there that uh, aren't clients of ours, perhaps you might want to give us a call and ask a little bit of information about them. But in all seriousness, a lot of the portfolios have done very, very well. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, your portfolios and what you're recommending now? Yeah, let me, let me talk about, about a couple of our equity portfolios. Uh, the first one is called the Gradient 50, and the second one is called the Gradient 40i. So the Gradient 50 first, this is 50 blue chip 
U.S. dividend-paying, dividend-growing stocks. The name recognition of these 50 companies is, is, is clients know almost every single name. They've been around for decades. They're the bluest of blue chips. They're companies like Johnson & Johnson and Intel and Microsoft and Lockheed Martin and, and great U.S.-based companies. And they also have to pay a dividend, and they have to have a history of growing that dividend. So they're blue-chip names. They resonate extremely well with clients. The portfolio's done well. And the good news is is that you get a dividend payment. There's 50 names. They pay dividends four times a year. That means 200 dividend payments. So almost every day, a client can go <laughs> nice. out and look at their account and see some dividends hitting. Great blue-chip dividend portfolio, U.S.-based. To complement that, we have a portfolio called the Gradient 40i. And the I stands for international. So the Gradient 40 has, as the name implies, 40 names, blue chip, globally leading companies, companies such as Canon, companies such as Toyota Motor, Nestle, UBS. These are great global business leaders. They're blue chip companies, but they happen to be domiciled internationally outside of the U.S. They also have a history of not only paying a dividend, but growing that dividend over time. So this is really the internationally based blue chip dividend paying, dividend growing companies. Uh, we're very comfortable recommending an equal weighting of these two portfolios. We feel that gives clients a, 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 a wide portfolio of Global business leaders gives them dividend payments almost every day. Uh, the dividend yield on these two portfolios is right around 3.5% right now. So an equal weighting of these portfolios will treat clients very well for the next 5, 10, and 20 years, in my opinion. That's excellent. Hey, guys, we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, we just want to thank Mike for coming on the show today. It was an excellent show. Nice to hear uh, some insight from Gradient about what they think is going on in the economy here in the next few months. A little recap of the year, some insights from your perspective on the portfolios and what to uh, expect and where you see some value. So Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It, w it, it was a real pleasure and having back sometime. We'll have to do that. Definitely so, mark it on our calendars. Yeah, but before we let you go, uh, Mike, we're going to probably put you a little bit on the spot here. And we wanted to... Uh, Get your opinion maybe on a couple of uh, stock picks that you uh, think are going to do really well. Any, anything you want to mention or uh, are we uh, putting you a little bit too much on the spot there? Well, Always fun for the as listeners. I just talked about the G50 and the, G, and the G40i, uh, 50 of my favorite stock picks are in the G50 <laughs> portfolio and 40 of my favorite international companies are in the G40i portfolio. Okay. So I think at this point in time, I'm, I'm good just recommending those two portfolios uh, and, and, and that'll do clients That well. sounds great, Michael. We want well to again said. thank you very, very much for coming on our show. Uh, we look forward to speaking with you again down in the future. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald of Wellington Adams. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.